Well, praise the Lord. (laughs) He is worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. My God is. Thank you, Jesus. (sighs) Ah, Yes. Welcome to another broadcast, another session, another time to spend some time together with him. I'm Sister Ann and just want to say, hey, (laughs) hello, hello. Yes, I hope that you've had a wonderful Sunday so far. And if you're going through some challenging situations right now, you're at the right place. Because we're going to talk about the King of Kings (laughs) and the Lord of Lords who loves us so much. Hallelujah. And can do something about whatever, whatever you're going through. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you for another opportunity to come together to spend some time with you, God, to love on you, God, and for you to bless us and speak to our hearts. Hallelujah. God, speak to us. Spend some time with us. We ask you to come in to this moment, these moments in our lives, God. And Father, we just ask that you'll clear our minds, clear our ears, clear our hearts, God, and let us take something away so that we can be better better in you, better for you. In Jesus name, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and we give you all the praise. In Jesus name, amen. Yes, his word is true. His word is true. And yes, Jesus loves us so very much. He proved it. He proved it. Last week, we talked about him dying on the cross for us. God coming down, hallelujah, through 40 and two generations and dying on the cross for us. Hallelujah. So that we can live forever at peace with him. You know, the story never gets old. The historical account, it never gets old. Nope, it doesn't. It is just as real today as it was the day that he passed and the week after he passed and the time. huh? Because here he he passed, but then he rose again, just as real. Just as real as when he rose, when Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and found that it was empty. Hallelujah. Found, saw for herself hmm, that woman, that evangelist who said, look, guys, he's not here. He's risen from the dead. You know, God is awesome. He is awesome and he's wonderful in all that he does. He's just as real today as he was then time is of nothing to God he is the he is the fullness of time hallelujah amen and you know you want to join us go ahead and 
big shout outs to all the Facebookers, to all of the YouTubers, to the podcasters, to the Twitch people who hang out on Twitch. And there's some other platforms that we have kind of come around to and we've checked them out. All the MeWe people, huh? Big shout outs to you. Big shout outs to all of God's people around the world. Yes, big shout outs. We just want to just say, hey, and let's praise him together. You know, uh, last week we had a, a good, uh, interesting week. You know, it was challenging. huh? I talked about it yesterday during the On The Go broadcast with LFHHM. Now, during that time, you know what we do. We hang out and we talk about what's going on as far as testimonies and how God has blessed our socks off. (laughs) I know he blesses my socks off. Well, I had a challenging testimony, a challenging week, but the testimony was that, look, through it all, huh? Thank God for perseverance. You know, he gives us the perseverance. The thing is, it's like the scripture says, the race isn't given to the weak or to the strong, but to the one who endures to the end. Yeah. So, well, we we just keep on keeping on in Jesus and that perseverance that he gives us the strength, that Holy Ghost. Oh, and we're getting ready to talk a little bit about that, huh? In a moment. But you know what we need to do now? Hallelujah. Let's give him some glory. Now, you know, I found this uh, praise break and this praise break. It comes from the same congregation, but I don't know. Uh, I'm like it. I'm like this girl is just going to get her praise on. I'm going to enjoy Jesus no matter what. I'm going to do it. And whether or not things are going well, or whether or not things are challenging. You know, we talked about that perseverance and we said, bravo, <laughs> bravo. Huh? When the enemy comes, when situations come, I know I'm, I'm on the right track. Bravo. Huh? But we're going to praise him no matter what. That's what I do. I give him glory no matter what. Now, this praise break is from the Ramp Church International. And it's a praise break here with, uh, uh, look, it looks like uh, Bishop S.Y. Younger. Now, brother, you know, I don't, I haven't heard too much from him or about him, but you know, I'm, I'm already uh, saying, go brother, praise Jesus, go brother, praise Jesus, because brother go and he be praising him. Let's go ahead and, and enjoy some praise break with the Ramp Church International. It ends in victory. If I start telling you, it's going to be a long turn of ups and downs, but it, end, it ends in victory. Even if I haven't got there yet. Hallelujah. That's it. Even if I haven't got there yet. It used to be success. You don't have to wait till the battle is over. When you know how it's going to end, you can shout now. You can shout now. You better right. believe it. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You don't have to help yourself, Marlon. Huh? No. Come on. He said, look, he, are you going to praise him by yourself? Ah? It's been a long journey. He's been high. He's been right there. Sir. 
Everybody else jumped in. Got that guitar working. Hallelujah. See. Yeah. Devil can't stop this. Uh-uh. This praise break. This belong to him. Hallelujah. Go ahead and put your hands together. Praise the Lord. Right. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. That, uh, what? What? Right, Are we done? Out, I feel better after that praise. I, I feel better too. Hallelujah. Ain't got no sad story. God has Thank been good you, to Jesus. me. God has been Hallelujah. See, every time I turn around, every time I turn around, he's making a way. Amen. Every time. Tonight, to all of it. Every time I turn around, he's making a way. Hallelujah. He keeps making a way. Doesn't he keep on making a way? He keeps making a way for me. I know he keeps making a way for you. I know that. Why? Huh? Because you're here. Because <laughs> we're here together. Because we're lifting him up together. Yes. God keeps making a way. Hallelujah for us. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. I tell you, you know, we can go. We can go. We don't have to stop praising him. And, you know, we have a reason to praise him because he got up. He got up. Now, you know, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of people. Now, we talked about Mary Magdalene last week, didn't we? How she went on ahead. Oh, my goodness. I'm just so full. I'm full. She went out. Hallelujah. And saw that Jesus was not in the tomb, but she got up early. Hmm. And the thing about Mary, sister Mary was there at the beginning of it all. Wasn't she? Hmm. Sister Mary was there, Mary Magdalene. So when he, Jesus was there, she was the woman with the alabaster box who anointed his feet, who anointed and and let let the oil run down on him that fragrant love oil in the the name of Jesus look she she blessed him when he went to go hang out with with some folk in town and they invited him in to uh and him and his disciples to come in and and eat really but you know they was kind of hating on him because even when he came in they didn't they didn't anoint him. They didn't wash his feet. 
They didn't help the disciples because, you know, was, those roads were dusty. They didn't bless them. But but Mary Magdalene, see, God has a ram in the bush. He does. He has a ram in the bush. If one won't do it, come on now. If one won't do it, if someone won't do it, God will send someone else to do it. Yes. If one doesn't have the right heart, maybe they're not ready. Hmm? But God knows he's not going to let his praise be uh, falling to the ground. He's not going to let worship just pass on by and him not being worshiped. See, God is going to send somebody. Are you the one? Are you the one that he'll send? Are you the one that he speaks to and says, hey, I want you to do a work for me. I want you to to let me bless you. I want to partner with you. I, I want you to come back home huh? as, as a child of, of me, my kid, the king of kings and lord of lords. See, are you going to are you going to go all the way with Jesus? Hmm. Mary was there in the beginning. She was there in the beginning. Yes, she was. And not only was she there in the beginning, but she was there when they nailed him to the cross. She was right there. We're going to read about that. Go ahead and grab your Bibles. Now, you know, this is one of my favorites. This little Bible here is... A real handy one. It ro it ro rolls with me. It rides with me when I get on the plane or when I'm packing and I have to uh, go travel a little bit. I take this one. It's compact. I, I kind of know what it says. It's it's a King James version, but it I can understand to where it expounds. And if I don't quite understand a scripture of what it says, then I have my trusty my trusty that's what those mobile phones are for hmm? that's what those cell phones are for they're not so much to get on the phone and and uh, see what's going on shout outs to everybody no it's not so much as that but you can use it as a study tool and that's what I do grab your bible and turn with me let this be an opportunity you know we we get busy yes we do and I understand that but let this be an opportunity where we can uh, break bread. Oh, my goodness. Break bread together. Uh, Jesus is the bread of life. The word is the bread of life. Thank you, Lord. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. The word became flesh. Come on. Let's get into some of this delicious word. Thank you, Lord. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, we, we hear, we, we, uh, enjoy Jesus. And last week we had a chance to talk about the risen savior. Thank you, Lord. And we enjoyed that. But you know, here the story isn't over, huh? It's not over. So let's turn to John chapter 19, St. John that's in the new Testament. So we're going to turn to John chapter 19 and we're going to look at verses 17 through 22 first. Now we're going to go back again. It's good second and third time. huh? See, you could eat seconds 
the thing about eating one time out of the word, it's like, okay, it's good. It's delicious. But you can go back for seconds. You can go back until you get it, until you understand what it says. You that's what meditating on the word is all about. That's what meditating on the Lord is all about. You, you, you go and you get it huh? and you get some more until you get it. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Let's turn to St. John chapter 19. Let's go to verse 17 through 22. Hallelujah. So they took Jesus and went out bearing him bearing his own cross to the place called the place of the skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha. Now we're going to go back a little bit because I want you to see who was there. Hmm. I want you to see who was there on the cross, who was there when they saw Jesus on the cross. Now we know that the disciples had forsaken him. They, you know, they were afraid. The soldiers came to arrest folk and they arrested Jesus, took Jesus and Jesus went through all by himself. Okay, we get it. He went through all by himself, but he it was purpose for him to do that. That's why God came down here manifested in the flesh. So because it was purpose for him to do that. Now, did everybody did everybody have to run? I don't know. huh? But they did. Uh, but no greater love that God still loved us. Okay, so this is where we are. We're going back to the place of the skull, to Golgotha. There they crucified him with him, two others, one on either side and Jesus between them. Verse 19. Pilate also wrote an inscription on a placard and put it on the cross. And it was written, Jesus the Nazarene, the king of the Jews. And many of the Jews read this inscription for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. And it was written in Hebrew, in Latin and in Greek. Then the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, do not write the king of the Jews. But he said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate replied, what I have written, I have written and it remains written. Pilate said, I ain't trying to hear that. No, what I wrote was right. I know what you did. Uh, I know what we did because Pilate, he had an issue where he he couldn't stop washing his hands. He, uh, he, you know, they had the little basin and he couldn't stop washing his hands. He judged Jesus. He knew that he was an innocent man, but sent him to the cross anyway. Hmm. And here. They weren't going to just sweep it under the rug. I don't care uh, what he said. This is what uh, Pilate was saying. I don't care what he, what you say, what he said. Huh? He is the king of the Jews. He's your king. <laughs> but you didn't. Re- oh, my goodness. But you didn't recognize it. See, God is our king. He is the king of kings. And he is the Lord of Lords. And some of us, we just don't recognize it. We, we don't recognize it to the point of believing, but we should. Hmm? Now, the Jews, they, they knew, some knew because, hey, what's it all about? This is the faith. This is of the, 
the Jew first. This faith, this religion, Jesus spoke. God spoke back in the day to Abraham, who was Hebrew, who was Jew. huh? And it's their way, right? It is who they are. God's people, God's chosen people. But for the sake for us to be grafted in so that we could have a chance to be saved. And I'm talking about the Gentiles. I'm not a Jewish person. Eh, no, I'm not. But God loves the world. He made all human beings. And he made a way not only for the Jew to escape, but it was written that they couldn't. If they accepted it, if they had accepted who Jesus was, then we would have been lost. See, and now because of what they did to deny him, we get a chance to accept him. But you know what? They didn't they didn't know. To the, to the point to where they should have given all, their all in all to him. Some did. Most didn't, right? So, do you know who Jesus is? Do you know that he is the King of Kings? And that he is the Lord of Lords? Do I know, huh? And that's a question that we should keep asking ourselves. I don't care what we're going through in life. I don't care what situation. I don't care if things are good. I don't care if things are challenging. Look, we need to know that Jesus is still King of Kings and Lord of Lords over everything. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Pilate replied, what I have written, I have written and it remains. Hallelujah. King of the Jews. Thank you, Lord. All right, let's skip down. Let's go down to verse 25. So we're still in St. John chapter 19. And we're going to go down to verses 25 through 27. Verse 25. So the soldiers did these things. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister, Salome, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. So Mary Magdalene was right there. Hmm? Jesus's mother was right there. Yeah. Now, as far as women are concerned, were they allowed during the time to stand with the, the man when he's going through and being persecuted? It doesn't say. But the fact that even going through his torment, the women were there. Mary Magdalene was there. Huh? So Verse 26, so Jesus seeing his mother and the disciple whom he loved, esteemed, that's that word esteem, whom he loved, standing near, said to his mother, dear woman, look, here is your son. Verse 27, then he said to the disciple, John, look, here is your mother, protect and provide for her. From that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. See, John the Beloved, John the Younger, huh? John, who Jesus esteemed, who he loved, was there. Yes, he was there at the foot of the cross. He was there with the women because here, Here is where Jesus was able to talk to John while he was dying on the cross and ask John and tell John, because here's the thing. He knew once, once John heard it, that was it. It was good as done. Can God trust us like that? You know, I do my best in 
what we should do is when the Lord puts something in our heart, we should, number one, we got need to be available to where we can hear him. Huh? As disciples, here is the uh, example, the epitome of a wonderful disciple. Look, John was still, he could have been killed, arrested, just like, just like Jesus was, right? So here, the other disciples, they had, they had booked out. They went to go into hiding. They were denying him. Hmm? But here, John, John was there. And I don't care if he was there at the foot of the cross or wherever, but he was there enough within his ears listening to hear Jesus tell him to go and take care of his mother, Mary. Huh? What a wonderful thing. Do we listen for God? <laughs> Question is, are we going all the way? Huh? John, it seemed to me, brother was there. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if he was going to be threatened with death, threatened to be arrested, threatened to be tortured. It didn't matter. He was right there enough to hear there where he was to hear Jesus tell him to take care of his mother. So it wasn't just the women. It wasn't just the women. There, Brothers was there, too. That brother was there. Hmm? Brothers, are you there? Huh? Are you there where Jesus can speak to you? Are you there so that you can be the strength, hallelujah, to help provide? What was it? What did he say? Pro protect huh, the women? Can you protect the women? Can you protect the mothers? Can you protect and provide for women? I need to know. Brothers, are you there? Are you there listening? <laughs> Come on to what Jesus is saying. What Jesus said to John, the disciple, as disciples, huh? we need to be available. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Yes, he is risen. Now, we went through this last week. Hey, Sister Rowe. Good to see you. Yes, I miss you too, sis. We're going to have to get together. Sister Rowe, God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the empty tomb. Now, we talked about this last week. Hmm? We talked about this last week. That was resurrection. Resurrection Sunday. I don't care what they call it, but we like to call it. I like to remind myself that Jesus got up. He rose from the dead. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is risen. Let's go to John chapter 20. So we're still in the same book, St. John chapter 20. We're going to look at this a little bit more. Hallelujah. Now this week, this is what we've looked at last week, but you know what? It's good this week because we're going to see something else, something else that's going to help us along. We're going to see it until we get it. Thank you, Jesus. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw the stone already removed from the groove across the entrance of the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, John, whom Jesus loved, esteemed, and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. All right, so... Mary Magdalene, look, she went to Peter. 
Uh, but she went to John, the one that Jesus loved, the esteemed one, because he was right there with her. So it's like, look, I know that they're not going to be afraid. Here, here go. Here go, girl. Look, I know John. I'm going to go talk to John because he was right there with me. I'm going to tell him that they move, move the body. We don't know where they've laid him. And John is going to do something about it because I heard him. I heard Jesus tell John to protect and provide for his mother. So, look, if Jesus thought enough, hallelujah, to talk to John, I'm going to go make sure John knows. Because guess what? I believe John can do something about this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So here they go. So when she ran, he says, we don't know where they have laid him. Here comes verse three. So Peter and the other disciple left and they were going to the tomb and the two were running together. But the other disciple outran Peter and arrived at the tomb first. Stooping down and looking in, he saw the linen wrappings neatly laying there, but he did not go in. See, John got there first, but he didn't go in. Now, this was a thing, uh, you know, we're talking about culture, right? We're talking about culture. Now, Peter was older and John, uh, you know, was re respect, respecting him. He he saw, you know, he, he bent down, but he didn't go in. He was going to wait for Peter. Oh, come on, because here's the thing. John remembered what Peter his position and what he was told to do. He said, thou art Peter. And, and Jesus said, thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against. He said, Peter, do you love me? He said, feed my sheep. Well, here's the thing in, in an order, there's order. God is in order. And John, he showed the graciousness. He was gracious enough to say, hey, there's an order here. John has already been called. He's older. I'm younger, but I'm going to allow for him. He, I'm going to allow for him to kind of direct some things because Jesus had already spoke to John. So when we're talking about leadership right there, to me, that's an example of leadership in that that's a respect of leadership in that way do we respect leadership hmm? do we uh the the older do the younger people respect older people oh well you know we need to check ourselves i i know i come from a day to where you you should respect your elders right and here is an example of this guy john who respected the elder peter Enough to say, hey, I'm going to let him go in and check things out. And I'm going to wait. He stooped down looking in and saw the linen wrappings laying there, but he didn't go in. Verse 6. Then Simon Peter came up following him and went into the tomb and saw the linen wrappings neatly laying there. And the burial face cloth, which had been on Jesus' head, not laying with the other linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. So the other disciple who had had reached the tomb first went in too and saw the wrappings and the face cloths and the beloved without any doubt. See the beloved, the one who was esteemed here without any doubt that Jesus had risen from the dead. Hallelujah. Without any doubt, there was no doubt in John's mind, there was no doubt in John's life. 
John knew that Jesus had risen from the dead. There were other accounts that led up to the crucifixion to where it, the Bible itself was explaining based on what was foretold in the Old Testament. See, that's for real prophecy, huh? Foretold in the Old Testament, manifested in the New Testament. That's for real prophecy. So all these folks talking about what color uh, stockings I have on or, or who, whether or not tall, dark, and handsome is going to show up. Look, I ain't trying to hear that, huh? Let's talk about some for real prophecy. Let's talk about what's really going on. And here, John said that he wasn't lying about it. He remembered what Jesus had said. He knew the scriptures. See, that teaching is what it's going to be all about, y'all. Huh? The teaching. We are destroyed because we don't know the lack of knowledge. So here we go. We can be duped any old kind of way. And that's what the church has been with this prosperity gospel, this lie from the pit coming and trying to, uh, to fleece the flock and make it to, you know, to take, take advantage of people in the church. Yeah. Now see, even before Jesus died, we're talking about the week before when, when he rode into the, uh, the the uh, Jerusalem on the donkey he went into the temple to cleanse it huh because they were in there selling 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 the the sacrifices that people would need to atone for their sins making the the house of prayer a den of thieves so Jesus ain't having it he wasn't having it then and guess what <coughs> COVID <coughs> he's not having it now so I'm, I'm hearing some things, some things turning around. John knew the gospel. He knew the, the Bible. He knew the Old Testament. And he remembered the true prophecy, which was foretold. So when it made manifest through Jesus, when Jesus rose from the dead, he knew that he actually did rise from the dead because he remembered what the Bible said, what the Bible prophesied what the Bible foretold in the Old Testament. All right here. So verse nine, for as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must raise, rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back again to their own homes right now. But John was there. He was there when uh, Jesus was dying on the cross. He was there. Mary Magdalene went and told him and he came back to the tomb and saw for himself huh he was there when they were asking for the body of Jesus he was there yeah he he was going all the way <laughs> he was going all the way with Jesus huh are are you going all the way hmm? i have to check myself am i going all the way is it about what it is that i want or is it about what it is that God wants for me? Hmm? Is it about what it is God wants for me? The purpose of the reason why I was born in the first place. Huh? Jesus knew his purpose. He knew. He said he was born to die huh? for the sins of man. He was the lamb that was slain. Thank you, Jesus. Before the foundation of the world, he knew God knew that he had to come down here and help us. He chose to do it. Yes, he loved us. He loved us. So he loves us. So he chose to do it. Praise God. Well, are, are we going all the way to 
Are we going to do that? Are we going all the way? Let's look at, um, let's look at Acts chapter one. Okay. So John was there. He saw that Jesus had risen from the dead. He saw that he knew what God had done because God had already foretold what he was going to do in the old Testament. So, so bruh, bruh says y'all talking about, Oh, we, we don't, we don't, we only live based on what's going on in the new Testament. Well, you better know what, what happened in the old Testament too, so that you'll get an understanding of what's going on in the new Testament. Yeah. We believe in eating the whole roll. Yeah. Now we know that the gospel was written for us to be saved, but see the gospel was foretold. We, we heard the story. We, we knew the story even back in the old Testament. See, it was given to the Jew to know and to what to expect. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So Acts chapter one. Oh, Lord, this Acts. I love the book of Acts because it's about the book of the church. The book of the of the church, the uh, the book of of what it's all about while we're here. Thank you, Lord. So Acts chapter one, verses one through five, verse one. The first account I made, Theophilus, was a continuous report about all the things that Jesus began to do and to teach until that the day when he ascended to heaven after he had by the Holy Spirit given instruction to the apostles, special messengers whom he had chosen. All right. Now, who wrote the, the book of Acts? Now, Luke, Luke wrote the book of Acts. That's who uh, the scholars, the biblical scholars know uh, to have written the book of Acts. So we're, we're talking about Luke and he's writing the account. And this account is to know that uh, Jesus, once he rose from the dead, then what, what do we do? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. After that, after all of what Jesus had done for us, then what do we do? What do we do? Yeah. Some were hiding and some were going through, some were still hiding. Some were still fearful because of, of being afraid of being tormented, tortured and, and crucified too. Just like what happened to Jesus. Some were, were mourning or still wondering, was it true whether or not he rose from the dead? Huh? But John knew. Yeah, he knew he was, bro was there all the way. Thank you, Lord. He believed what Jesus said. Do you believe what Jesus said? <laughs> Are you going all the way? I have to ask myself, look, do I believe what Jesus said? Am I going to go all the way with him? Or am I going to go just a certain or a little bit of the way until I get what I want? Or if I don't see that it's working out how I want it, then I'm going to go another way. Hmm? That's called backsliding. And that's called witchcraft. Yeah, I'm just going to do uh, do something and see if I can uh, get get the genie to come out the bottle. I'm a rubber, right? I'm going to talk right. I'm going to lift my hands a little bit. I'm going to clap like this. I'm going to shout like this and and I'm going to turn around three times and I'm going to give give this dollar and see whether or not it works. Uh, uh. No, see, God is God. 
He is God and he's God all by himself. <laughs> he don't need us. Huh? It's so to the point the angels, they look puzzled. They look down at man and like, mm, what is man that thou art mindful of him? God, why, why you want this man? Huh? But what is it about these people that you love them so? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. See, uh, we need to know that God is God and we need to, to hold on to that. I need to remind myself that when things don't seem like they're looking right, I need to know who's in control. Yes. I'm like, God, well, you see this. Is it is it the way it's supposed to be? Am I doing something that's not quite right? God, here's the big question that we ask. God, am I going in the direction that you want me to go? Am I doing what you want me to do? Am I saying what you want me to say? Am I working and doing what you want me to do? See, that's the big question. Not whether or not, God, I need to meet another whip. I need a, another car. I need a bigger house and, and all of that. It's like, look, what? Really? Is that all he died for? Was for us to have a little bit be better so that we can uh, floss in front of folk? Make it seem like we all that in a bag of chips better than our neighbors? No, I don't think so. See, that, that that's not, God is bigger and he's badder. And he's more wonderful and awesome than that. Yeah, for sure. Praise God. So here we go. Thank you, Lord. Uh, so here, verse three. To these men, he also showed himself alive after suffering in Gethsemane and on the cross by a series of many infallible proofs and unquestionable demonstrations, appearing to them over a period of 40 days and talking to them about the things concerning the kingdom of God. See, God, Jesus was still about his father's business. Yeah, he had hung, bled, and died on the cross. He rose, got up. Oh, hallelujah. Death could not stop him from doing the work of God. He still got up. Hallelujah. And on the cross, many infallible proofs and demonstrations. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days. See, he, he even to walked on earth to let people know for sure, for sure. Look, if if Ray Ray didn't see him down the street, Pookie did. Hmm. He walked among them, letting them know. He didn't just all of a sudden up jump Chuck. I'm going to get up out of this grave and then up see you. No, God took his time. He had to do some more teaching. Now, you know what? Here, that tells, you know what that tells me? That means that, that I, I'm kind of uh, ain't all that bright. As sheep, we're not all that bright. If he's got to do that much teaching. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to get it. We need to know for sure. Thank you, Jesus. And God made it so to where there was no doubt. Huh? Many demonstrations appearing to them over a, a, a long time. That's more than a month, y'all. Uh, you know, shoot, rent, rent was due and paid and, and, and rent due. You may be due again before Jesus went up. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
thank you, Lord, appear to them and talking to them about the things concerning the kingdom of God. That right there is where it needs to we need to focus a little bit. Hallelujah. See, Jesus got up and he wasn't talking about uh, what, what's the, the Range Rover and the five bedroom or the six bedroom. He wasn't talking about that. He was talking about the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Huh? What, what's the kingdom of God? And he was teaching on that level, the kingdom of God. He was talking about talking to the disciples, reminding them of all the things that he had taught them. The three and a half years he was ministering to them to be ready. Thank you, Lord. And God rose from the dead. Jesus rose from the dead and still was about talking about the kingdom of God. Getting folks ready. To go meet Jesus, to go meet him, to go meet the father, our father who art in heaven. Hallelujah. To be in right relationship. Glory. Hallowed be thy name. To let folk know that holy is the name of God. That his kingdom is going to come and that his will uh, glory is going to be done. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, he he taught and continued to teach on the kingdom of God. So what is it that we're to do? Huh? Churches, bishops, apostles, evangelists, missionaries, uh, disciples and lay members, brothers and sisters. Huh? Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Hallelujah. Let's teach on the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, that God is real and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That it does take something. It takes more than, than a dollar in church and jump up and down, turn around $3 and, and you give this blessing. And here's a $100 line, a $1,000 line, or you sow this seed or that seed. Look, hallelujah, hallelujah, to be raised from the dead, to transform men hallelujah that is what jesus was talking about the transformation the seed he was the first seed that would died and buried but then rose hallelujah again with the newness of life that's the seed let's plant the seeds in the hearts and the minds of human beings around this world hallelujah that's what we're to do thank you lord and that's the focus of who god is guys that's the focus of who Jesus is. Thank you, Lord. Not all this materialism, because you know what? The world doesn't have what we have here in America. Yeah, they don't have it like we have it. So you can easily preach to those who have it. Thank you, Lord. But can you preach to those who don't have it? Can we disciple and minister and be patient and loving to the one that lives in the squalor? Hallelujah. The one that lives in the ditch and the, the sewage running down the middle of the street. It's so stinky. You, you don't want to go. See, can you preach to the one that doesn't have uh, the one, the, the pennies to put or the dollars to put into your, your offering plates? Can you pray? For those that that don't have don't seem to have any hope the poor thank you Lord who Jesus said you'll have with you always yes and that's the mission that is the the kingdom those are the ones that we speak to the dry bones hallelujah those that don't have any hope are we doing that 
Glory to his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Verse four, while being together and eating with them, he commanded them to not leave Jerusalem, but wait for what the father had promised of which he said, you have heard me speak. And here we go. Here's the big one, guys. Verse five, for John baptized with water. But you will be baptized and empowered and united with the Holy Spirit not long from now. That's right. So Jesus, he went, taught, walked the earth for 40 days after being resurrected, teaching and talking about the kingdom of God and then eating with them, eating with the disciples, still ministering to them and then telling the disciples, look, you're going to go out into this world. I need you to have something first. Glory. I need you to have me first. Yeah, you're not going to go out here alone. No, as disciples, we don't go out here alone. Yeah, we need to be empowered. Yeah, and I have to question some folk here too. I question, we need to check ourselves too. All these, these uh, whatever you want to call yourself, whatever title. Now, if you're not preaching the kingdom of God, hallelujah, and you think you can fleece the flock to the point to where they give, and, and then let's talk about the ones that fall for it. Now, are we falling for this? No, we need to focus on Jesus, the cause, the purpose of why we're here as the church of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Huh? While we're here, we're the rock that that was spoken over Peter, the, the rock, the steadfastness of the word. Hallelujah. That the gates of hell shall not prevail against glory to his holy name. We need, still need Jesus. And that's where the Holy Ghost comes in. That's where the Holy Ghost comes in. So the, the teaching and the building up and still ministry, still Jesus on his job, still. And he's telling the disciples, I need for you to wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, you had it. You had me with you. So when you went out the first time to cast out devils, to lay hands on the sick and they recovered, I was here. God said, Jesus said, I'm here. I was here. But see, I'm going away. Huh? But I'm not going to leave you without a comforter. Thank you, Lord. And that's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So we're going to look in these next few weeks. Say what you want, but it's good. And it's good for you. Huh? We're going to talk about the Holy Ghost. Go all the way. John, he was there. Mary Magdalene, she was there. Huh? Huh? Are you going all the way? Are you going all the way with God? Are you going all the way with Jesus? Thank you, Lord. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Now, I thought about some attributes here. So we have some attributes. God is infinite. Yep, he's infinite. He's self-existing without origin. Yeah, so when you think about who God is, when you think about Jesus, huh, the lamb, 
the body that was prepared for God to come to earth in the likeness of sinful flesh, but without sin. When you think about Jesus and who he is, how he rose with all power of heaven and earth in his hands, you need to know who you're dealing with. Thank you, Jesus. Huh? You need to know. Praise God. God is omnipotent. Yes. Thank you, Lord. He is all powerful. All powerful. So when situations come in life, I don't care. I feel that there may be some challenge. And of course, it's some challenge. huh? We, some of us might be going through. Some of us might be coming out. Some of us might be getting ready to go through. But we're all at different stages. So, look, I know it's some folk going through today. I know it is. And maybe I'm not going through. Or maybe someone's not going through today. But you're going to be going through tomorrow. You need to know. You need to know to go all the way with Jesus. Go all the way with him. Don't don't give and lose heart. Don't give up. Persevere. Go all the way with him. Because you know, God is going all the way with you. Yes, he's going all the way with us. He didn't leave us here in the state of sin. In sickness and sin, no, he didn't let the devil just trick us out of out of everything, our 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 birth birthright, <laughs> and and our position here and forever in position and at peace with our God and glory. No, God didn't leave us in that state. He made a way by his own sacrifice, Hallelujah, for us to be in right relationship with Him. Thank you, Jesus. So he's going all the way with us. So why not? Why not? Why not go all the way with him? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is awesome and he is mighty. Yes, he is. Yep. And you know, he is the door. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. He's the light. Nobody is going to come to God. Nobody's going to get to heaven. <laughs> no, but through Jesus. I don't care. You know, it's some weird things that go around. Some of these faiths that be going around here. It's like, a, well, you got to you gotta blow up folk. And you have to kill folk. And you have to massacre folk. And... You got to blow yourself up and die and then you'll be in heaven or you're going to go to heaven. You're going to have um, all these different uh, virgins and all that. Not just that. It's a whole lot of weirdness going on. No. But see, the gospel, the gospel when preached, when taught is so simple. It is very real and it's very practical. Yeah, there's no other way given among men whereby we must be saved but through Jesus. He made the sacrifice. He went all the way. Hmm? Are we going to go all the way with him? Thank you, Jesus. If you want to go all the way with Jesus, yeah, you want to go all the way. You might have denied him. The disciples did. There's a lot of us running around. God chased us down. He was very patient with us and loving while we were silly. But you want to go all the way with him now? You 
want to do that? Pray, pray this prayer. Pray this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, Transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you are on your way. You're on your way to have that right relationship with God. And to help you understand, to help us understand, because I go and I listen, I look at these uh, scriptures too. But to get an understanding, a better understanding, we do have some discipleship resources out there. Um, there's uh, Go out to the www.lfhhm.org website and click on the discipleship resources tab and you'll see there there's a pamphlet called the road to salvation 
And that pamphlet is going to explain what you did, the repentance. It's going to explain the baptism in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. It's going to explain the gift of the Holy Spirit, gift of the Holy Ghost. And it's going to explain walking in a newness of life to grow and to continue on in, in Jesus. It's going to explain all that. So you go out there and get that pamphlet and just be blessed. Tell somebody that you got saved. Tell someone that you got renewed or you're encouraged. Hallelujah. Give your testimony. Give your testimony. Tell the world that Jesus is real. He's real in your life. When you have accepted him, when you're growing in him, when you're just being all and giving all to him, that's some living. And your living won't be in vain. Nope, my life isn't in vain. I just thank God for how he has transformed my life and how he continues to bless me to do his will. Life is so sweet and my joy is complete because I'm saved, <laughs> saved, saved. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Be encouraged. And if the Lord says the same and we're not caught up and we're still here, still doing God's work, then uh, the Lord says the same. We'll, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.